Today I'm going to be talking to Jan Kinsman as part of our new Draycott Diaries documentary series. These are just little 10 minute segments talking to various members of the community and groups in the community who are making a difference during Covid and our lockdown at the moment. So Jan, welcome to Draycott Diaries documentaries. Hello. I'd like to just introduce what you're doing to our listeners. Jan is part of a group called the, I believe, the Draycott Sewing Group? Yes, it's the Draycott and Rodney Stoke Good Neighbours Sewing Group. It's, yes, it's a, it's a group that was started up originally as a supporting each other in the neighbourhood and it's an offspin of that is now a sewing group. And who started this, Jan? Uh, that was a lady called Joan Cullen. Um, it began when there were a lot of newspaper articles coming out about helping the NHS sewing and Joan saw it as an opportunity and she put a note on our Draycott and Rodney Stoke village pages to see who else was interested and it took off from there basically. And um, I believe it's grown. You've got, am I right if my research is vaguely right, because I know it's a movable figure, you've got upward of 30 people now as volunteers working with you as part of the sewing group. Yes, that's right. It's incredible. I know that it's really important to say that this is a collaborative effort between Draycott and Rodney Stoke. Oh, very much so. Yes, it has. I mean, as it's evolved, we've had to... um, Joan Cullen is the main coordinator, but as it's got bigger and bigger, we also have um, um, Karen Percival in Rodney Stoke, and she's doing that end now to to deal with the number of people and messages that are coming through. Well, this is important because we need to tell people what, this is all about you are a sewing group but you have answered a call and you are doing what Jan well we're taking orders directly from places because we do have a lot of NHS um, staff within the village links with care homes and surgeries and doctors so um, how I think Joan is managing it is she has contacted these and said we've got a sewing group we're willing to sew what would you like and so we've been making, started off mainly with scrub bags, um, which are bigger than pillowcases, bags that um, health workers can take their scrubs off, put it in the bag, go straight in the wash. And um, we've made, we must be nearing or possibly over 300 scrub bags now. We've made quite a lot and more orders coming in. We also do, um, we have been making scrubs as well, a few of those. We've got about six or seven people making scrubs. And we've been making headbands, face masks, and we're now branching out into little hearts that we make for um, patients and relatives to have one each when they're in hospital to keep in touch mainly. And apart from hospitals, you are, if I'm right again, I know you're doing hospitals, you're doing care homes, GP surgeries. Is that right? Yes. Um, we've also supplied some paramedics with scrub bags and anyone who's working in healthcare, So care providers, yeah, our local nursing home, doctor surgeries. It's been uh, it's been snowballing, really. It's uh, we're, we're willing to to make them for whoever needs them, really, who's within our area, although our area is increasing <laughs> 
And if I'm right again, you've, your items have gone out about, is it 200 items, I believe? It's more than that now. I think um, we were we did go over 200 on the, the scrub bags, but that's more like 300 now, I think. And then there's face masks on top of that and headbands. And, and as I say, we're now, and, and scrubs, we're now also branching out into hearts. So it's quite a lot. Yeah, it's quite impressive, really, how everyone's pulled together to, to make all these things. It's more than impressive, Dan. It's extraordinary. Just tell us a little bit more, because I think people would be familiar with scrubs. They may not know about these bags, and they're they're rather an ingenious idea. Can you tell us a little bit more about those? Well, they're a bit like a PE bag. Everything we're making is out of cotton or polycotton. As I say, the bags are bigger than a pillowcase. They're about 24 inches by 30-odd, that sort of size. So they're big enough when you take off your scrubs you can put them straight in the bag and the bag goes straight into the washing machine so it's it's keeping people a bit safer as i say we've been we've been making a huge number of those that seems to be the main request from most places that they need these these bags um with a drawstring top yeah fairly simple to make been making them out of old duvet covers and pillowcases and sheets that was my next question to you. Where are you getting your materials from? Well, we put a call out in the village. Joan, on the on this this site, our village site, she put a call out for fabric, and we had a big response. Everybody checked out their linen cupboards and brought out various duvet covers, all different colours, patterns and sheets. And um, we had such a good response. We now have a, um, a coordinator of the fabric. So we've got in each village a point where people can take their fabric and just leave it in a tub. And then that's sorted. And the people who are sewing, they get they can collect or they have it delivered, the fabric to make the items. And we've done that twice. We actually ran out of fabric and had to do it again. I know that there are uh, restrictions for all of us during COVID. How is that working in the way of how you're getting the items to the to the places that need them from the villages? Well, I'm not actually delivering them. Our coordinators um, are doing that. We have the I think Karen is organising at her end in Rodney Stoke, and we also have somebody in in Draycott who is um, physically taking these items in. They're all wrapped in polythene bag. Everything is from our end. Everyone's washing their hands between all of the different stages of making and delivering. And we're very aware that we need to keep our sewers safe. So, as I say, people are putting tubs outside their houses so that people aren't, you know, directly handling anything to somebody. I'm doing um, where I am. I'm the haberdashery for Draycott. We also have one in Rodney Stoke and we're leaving things outside our house in bags so that people can just come take a bag of cord or a bag of elastic and uh, they've got it then to carry on so they're not interacting directly with people so we're trying to be as safe as possible delivering actually to the venues will be done in bulk but that things are gathered together as a, as a if we're supplying a certain number of bags to a venue then the coordinator will wait until they've got them all together everything gets washed twice so it's washed when we get the fabric it's washed before it gets sent out and then it's taken in and handed over. And what about the pattern? Because you are all working remotely. How are you sharing that information? 
Well, that started as a bit of a laugh, actually, because one of the patterns, to, obviously to get these patterns, there's a big demand because a, a lot of counties are doing this. They are doing sewing for the NHS. And one of the patterns, um, you could get it through the post, but it was limited supply. So you could also download it, which meant 50 pages of A4 that somebody was... <laughs> busy sellotaping together um, and a, f- a few members in the village have got the proper pattern so copies have been taken from that I think there's two different designs of pattern that we're doing we're doing ones with shoulders or ones with um, we've now progressed to ones where the shoulder is part of the pattern so it's a lot easier to make and quicker t- to sew so yes yeah, it's, it's working really well the patterns are very accurate that the for the love of scrub site which is um, a very popular site on social media that's providing a lot of scrubs and that hospitals there's a lot of information there and links to to download patterns and advice on how to make things so that's been really helpful is it possible then jan if for example i gave you my flowery duvet then we i could be somewhere in a hospital and spot somebody wearing flowery scrubs absolutely if that hospital was um happy to accept scrubs in flowery fabric they would certainly i'd be happy to make it <laughs> i'll dig it out for you yeah, now, please. <laughs> i really don't think they'd want to wear my duvet Jan, we mustn't make light of an extraordinary community effort. I've spoken to several of your volunteers who are sewing away madly. And and certainly I think it's given everybody a sense of uh, pulling together, improves mental health and also makes people feel they're serving a purpose in these really difficult times. So, Jan, as a platform, what would you like to say, you and Karen and Joan, to the amazing group of people that you've got together who are working with you. Well, a huge big thank you because um, it's, I mean, not only are they making a really positive effort to the, the people where, you know, the health providers that these items are going to, but they're helping each other because it's it's been really inspiring, something very positive people can do. We, it's, it's linking people on social media to talk and have a laugh and lighten the situation a little bit. It, you know, it's enabled them to link with so many other people that they didn't know existed, different residents in the village. So it's really brought the villages together. Do you think, because part of the reason I'm making these documentaries, this is, is a historical audio file when we look back at this Jan as villages how do you think we will feel well I think we feel really proud that we were able to see a need of something that needed doing and that we were able to 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 fill that need and be proud of that we've you know lived up to the challenge and all got together and and made it work and people, if they want to donate um, materials, as you've mentioned, or they want to get involved and help with the sewing, what's their best way of getting hold of you? Um, if they're within the villages, they will they will definitely know one of the sewers. Um, it's almost impossible in a village not to know quite a few people around you, particularly now. So um, anywhere with tubs outside, um, just talk. If they're, if they're not sure of who to ask, then to ask somebody at the local village shop, which is a, a hub of, of the community at the moment, and they will put them in touch with either Joan or Karen or myself. There's a lot, there's a lot of us doing this, so I think it'd be, it'd be unlikely they wouldn't know somebody and they can just get in touch with one of us and we'll put them in, in, in touch with who they need to drop fabric off to. Fantastic. I'd just like to say, um, as I've said to um, other people I've talked to for Draycott Doc- Documentaries, 
When we clap on Thursday evening, we clap for the NHS, we clap for the delivery drivers, we clap for so many, many, many different groups who are making a difference. And may I say, I will be clapping for you. Well, that's very kind of you. <laughs> we're definitely out. We're definitely all out there clapping for all the workers who are, who are right in the th- in the thick of it. They're absolute absolute stars. So, um, Jan, uh, thank you for talking to me. You're welcome. And, um, and uh, thank you for talking to Draycott Diaries Documentaries. You've just been listening to Draycott Diaries Documentaries, recorded by myself, Tiki Trethowan. The editor was Rob Elliott and music was arranged by Hugh Trethowan.